0: Hello and welcome to The Filmmaker's Podcast. What I thought we'd do is jump straight back in with part two of the podcast with Paul Knight. But first, I wanted to tell you about our guest on Tuesday. It is the producer of God's Own Country, Jack Tarling. Myself and Christian James sat down and chatted with him about the making of the BAFTA-nominated God's Own Country look out for that on tuesday for now jump back in this is part two if you haven't listened to part one yet go back listen to that then come back here this is part two of our in-depth chat with paul knight about his epic movie making experience when he made a landscape of lies and all the problems that happened with a 19.6 million tax scam but first we're going to find out who was knocking on his door enjoy
1: and so, of course, then they turn around and go, right, we're going to do a cast and crew screening in December. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all, everyone came down, watched it, everything else. And this is 2012? No, this is December 2011, so it's all oh, it's the same before. year. Yep, okay. And, of course, it was just after the screening, I think that was the 22nd of December. And then on the 23rd, there was a knock at my door. And not too many people know where I live, so for someone to come knocking on my door... Mm. I normally answer the door a certain way, <laughs> uh, very, very aggressive. Um, I open it up, and there's these two lamps on the door, and I'm like, "All right, right. you thought something's yeah, happening." Good, it's yeah. a good
2: job you look like a guy who can handle yourself. But you know, what, if you were the block, if it were it, me, I'd right. be like, "Hello, <laughs> hello,
0: where
2: are we going?" Oh, <laughs> wrong door, wrong door. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so so two big yeah, so two Hulk two great big lamps
1: down the door. I open yeah. the door, and I'm like, "Yeah," and it's like, "Oh." Ooh. We are, and out come the warrant cards, and it's the HMRC, and I'm like, okay, so you're not old Bill, and you're not mm. someone coming for something. Yeah. W- what can I do for you? Oh, we've been trying to get hold of you, Mister Knight, and they told they said, can we come in? I went, no, you ain't coming in my house. But there's a pub down the road. We'll go down there. You tell me yeah. anything you need to tell <laughs> me. <laughs> don't let them in your house. Yeah, yeah let you never HMRC. Let them in your house you never. see what you've got. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we went. <laughs> we went for this little drink. and... And they regaled me with all what these producers had been up to. Obviously, before Landscaper Lives, what they'd done on that film. Yeah. Um, and they'd been putting on all these false uh, VAT receipts, the film rebate that you can claim back... So they must
2: have been up to this for some 18, time.
1: 18 months. So they were on it from wow. 2009 yeah, all through 2010, that they were saying they had a £19.6 million pound budget. Wow. And they... And all they did set up was a bunch of companies and each company invoiced the other one.
2: Yeah. And so then, I, I, I think I read an interview with you somewhere. I think there was talk they weren't even going to make the film a talk one No, time. no. Yeah. Well,
1: obviously, they'd gone out. So say they approached Liam Neeson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they approached his agent was he was interested. So yeah, yeah that works. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it's a classic can yeah. speak, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then obviously... But before his agent to read it, there was a fee for... So this is how they was making up how they yeah. spent millions, was there was a 100K fee for the agent to read the script and then there was they had to have a meeting and then they, mm. and then they had Michael Caine in the prospectus and but they spelled his name wrong. There
2: wasn't <laughs> really? uh, 100K for the... But so how are they receiving? I mean, because obviously... If, if HMRC wanted to say, well, okay, where's the fee, where's the invoice from the agent? Well, well, obviously,
1: this is the embarrassment for the HMRC, obviously, because they'd gone round and it was the same 100K, so they'd get an invoice 100K, they would pay it, that's in that bank. The next one invoices them, oh, mm-hmm. there's the 100K, and they just washed it around in a circle. Right, okay. Um but because all the invoices were paid and the money was going in and out of banks, from the bank's point of view, they're dumping hundred k in their account every other day. So from the banks, it's like, oh, these are
0: players. Yeah, yeah not taking into yeah. account it's the same
1: hundred k. <laughs> um, so so that was getting rinsed round. And every time they was doing false VAT receipts, they're so claiming back the twenty percent, and then obviously putting in the interim on the film tax credit for twenty five percent.
0: Which is now 20, but yeah, yeah it was yeah, 25. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that was the whole reason why the budget was 19.6 million, because back then, if it was 20 million and more, it went down to 20, and if yes. it was under, it was 25, so it was 19.6 yeah. million. And that's, how, and that's how they did it, you know? So, so they were
0: doing this just to make money, so it was a full scam Yeah, from I mean, Yeah, I mean,
1: it was a full-out conspiracy. They filmed, and this is what makes me laugh, because I was always getting told your film doesn't exist. It's seven minutes shot in someone's kitchen, mm. which is obviously what they had done on... Landscape of Lives. Yeah. And, it, and it's, that's what I mean. No one took the time out to actually come see anything. Obviously,
2: they were doing all this without having... What made them think, shit, we need someone
1: to make this movie? What was the sort Ah, of- right. So, they've got in 1.2 million in total. It was 800K VAT and 400-odd K through the film tax rebate. Yeah. Now, if you're a crook and you've come into money and you've got a gang of crooks, the plan is... You split the swag. Mm. Right. But the main guy went, well, put that offshore. No one can touch it. So he put it offshore. The problem with that is some people's noses get out of joint (laughs) because now it's all sitting in one bank account. Yeah. Mm. And as a result, one person went sod you, phoned up Crime Stoppers, and reported them. Right. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, whether or not this person was involved, I can't say. I'm not going to say. I just find it very convenient that it was only after the money went offshore suddenly everyone realised there was a crime.
2: Yeah. Right.
1: You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so And that's how the HMRC got involved. Now, of course, they'd started investigating, <clears> they'd <throat> started going through, because they'd already forked out. It's like, oh, we obviously didn't check our stuff. Mm. They had big firms like Deloitte's involved. Um, and obviously when they was going through it, one of the actors that they had written off a charge for was Richard Burton, which was nice, but He's Richard dead. Burton had been dead for like 10 years. <laughs> but apparently he was alive to have lunch with to, give, to read the script. And which they, was 100K. Which was 100K, 100K <laughs> lunch, yeah. Um, and that's how it came about. So when I first met them, obviously they were just been arrested Right. right. So when they went... Was well,
2: that, that, that explain that quiet So when they months. went quiet for,
1: three for months, two, three, three months, months. Yeah. it was because they'd been arrested, got on bail, and obviously joined together and decided, if we make the film, we can pass it off as the film. Right. And then it's, you know, oh, we've Hence got our this. numbers wrong.
2: Yeah, so yeah, just make it, how about you come in tomorrow right. and make it next week? Next yes. week, yeah, and yeah.
0: we'll pretend and that, that this film was yeah. made for 19.6 million, 6 million. Which,
1: as I said, after, after it all come to life, yeah, sure. if I had said, if you'd have told me the film was meant to have looked like 20 million, I would have said to you, give me the million you've already had. Yeah. Mm, I'll make it a million. A million's going to look like 10 or so on the screen. And it yeah. might get away with uh, Yeah, it. and you could actually get an A-lister if you had would a Would they have got That's away true. with it? I don't know, this is all but.
2: So you know they've got a way of it. Had they made something that maybe it they look more respectable well, they, it- um,
1: from the first lot of money they got, had they shared that out, who knows if they would have been reported? Yeah. The problem was that they just put in another two point eight claim mm. against more VAT and from yeah. rebate. So they they thought oh it works let's do it again right um, and that's obviously on top of the someone whistleblowing that's yeah how, that's how we started. Yeah, had they turned around and said, "This is it," I would, I would have said, "Yeah, give me the million. For a million, I can get a couple of names in it. We can go for a bigger. Because I mean, we shot on five Canon five Ds. You know what I mean? Sure, mm-hmm. yeah. But we could have went on a red. We could have went on something special, and gone on. I, I could have done something nicer. that would have justified, not perhaps not twenty million, but certainly a, a big chunk of it. Mm. Um, but they didn't. It was greed. It was greed on their behalf. Um, yeah, and it backfired. So obviously, because I'm walking around town going, I made a film I for eighty four grand. Yeah, I'm all right. It, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Who's in it? Who's in it? Who ain't in it? Yeah. <laughs> well, Joe's ain't in it. I, yeah, ain't yeah. it? <laughs> um,
0: I was in it for a week. I think I was in it for. A, I remember getting a call and then saying, "Great, you'd seen my stuff." I went, yeah. yeah, great you. Cast. I was like, well your
1: your picture was on my cast wall, so it's like, it? oh that that role's done. But <laughs> yeah. it hasn't that, been that's, anything, that's, you know. That's, that's different, yeah. that's
0: different. And then I think Mark Bannerman, Mark Bannerman so finished coming, said, yeah. so suddenly he got his bigger name. I was, I was I'm fine with it now. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah was, <laughs> well, now, Josh, no, you don't seem fine. No, <laughs> I know. Well hearing the stories, I was I was like, okay, kind of dodged yeah. a bullet. Well, that's
1: how all the cast and crew were. So so yeah, so they were greedy, and had they not been greedy, yes, I believe they would have got away with it. They right. wouldn't have made the film because they wouldn't have needed to. Mm-hmm. But come the court case, because I mean, obviously there was a, then a two-year investigation. And it went on and oh, on. yeah And you're dragged into and this. And I'm dragged into it because yeah. of my previous. It's like, well, you must have been involved. And
0: actually weren't at all. And I <laughs> weren't. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't mind
1: getting busted for stuff that you're guilty for, yeah. but yeah. when you're innocent, it's... it's Is it because right. <laughs> you, like,
2: you're an ex-door man with a dodgy, uh, yeah, dodgy path? You've you got to be a, part, yeah. a bit of me, me and the yeah.
1: police... Know each other on first names basis, so mm. it's sure. But they just went, "You're part of it," and I'm yeah. like, "Mate, I'm trying to turn over a new leaf. Yeah, I've got I'm kids, a... I've got this. Yeah. I'm in fault is." I'm blood, you sweat, know. and tears yeah. directing
0: this thing. Yeah. It was a nightmare. It's and hard it,
1: work. And it was like, so that went on for two years. So all mm. that time, again, you know what the industry's like. Because so muscles on paper pretty... look
2: like, doorman, now turned film director. You know, the sort of look a bit like, you know, yeah, writer I mean, director. There must be, you know. I suppose suspicious or, or c- because everything yeah. surrounding it, you can kind of understand they've, you know, two and two is easily made four. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I and I
1: got that, and obviously, especially when HMRC is saying, "Well, we need you to make a statement," and I went, "Mate, ain't going to happen." You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I ain't grassing no one. I don't yeah. um, get. <laughs> so I was very so. Then they started hounding my wife, who had nothing to do with anything, yeah. and to get her to get me to do it. And that just ticked me off even more. How are
2: they doing that? What? Well now
1: they're turn they're calling her. Oh wow. And they're knocking on the door when I'm not in and talking to my wife. And my wife's a, one of the most honest people going. So of course she's like, Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I'm like, That's not the way we do things, love. You know what I mean? So um so the strain <laughs> <It didn't> starts <laughs> at that point. <laughs> um But eventually and I and I'll be honest, and I said it on the documentary that was made. Yeah, channel four. They were trying to reach out to me and I said, Look they want me to give all this statement. Pay me my money I'm owed. Mm-hmm. My hard drive gets wiped. That's as simple as, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just pay me what I'm owed. My hard drive, there'll be no trace of nothing. Yeah. And he turned around and went, you've got nothing. So what am I paying for? So I wow. said, remember, I gave you this chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not realizing I'm a hoarder. I had every single email, bit of correspondence ever went on between well, yeah. us. So good. Text messages, everything. Receipts. So I went, yeah. So I went, mm-hmm. okay, not a problem. And I phoned up the HMRC. I went, I'll make that statement now then. <laughs> nice. And that, and that yeah. was that. And obviously the evidence I've handed over, because there was boxes. Come the court case, there was boxes and boxes of it. And it was my little folder that killed him. Yeah. Because nice. they could have got away with everything, the stories they were saying, mm-hmm. it, it, Oh, you know, they were being duped. They didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, People took bad. advantage of them, and then it was like, "Here's all the correspondence that says they knew exactly what they were doing, mm. what I was out to do, what I was doing it for, and how much the film was." Yeah, and it was like, "There you go." And when when obviously I stood up and they had all. It was funny because the jury, they were there, and they had all the accountants go up, the HMRC speaking. So by the time the day I came along, it was all glassy eyed, (laughs) and they're like, "Is it not over yet?" (laughs) Um, So. yeah, so I'm getting, I'm going, all right, people, what's happening? What's happening? And the judge is going, oh, can you calm down, Mr Knight? I said, yeah, whatever, whatever, come on. Um, but, <laughs> now, but now the jury's, They're oh, yeah, up, all, someone, yeah, someone interesting, that, yeah, yeah. someone we actually on our level. Mm-hmm. So eight, there, was f- no, there was five of them convicted, four of them, because the first one, she just pleaded guilty, boom. First thing, guilty, boom. Yeah. So oh, because, set a precedent as yeah. well. Sure. So so because,
2: yeah. if you do that, you must be sort of saying, oh, "Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking guilty. I've done yeah. all that." Yeah. So, so
1: then, what the other four turned around and went, well, it was all her." Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then they were all innocent. She was the juba. So I admire her for taking it on the chin like that. Mm. You know, if you do the crime, you got to do the talk, But the other four, no, and they all had three barristers each. So when it came to questioning me, <laughs> it's like twelve lawyers. All waiting to take their turn to the Cockney boy that's standing up in the dock. Uh-huh. Unfortunately for them, I have a 157 IQ. I've got a master's degree. And just because I used to punch people in the face for a living doesn't mean I don't know how to articulate. <laughs> so as they were saying the things, I was answering them and adding a little bit more to which they tried to cut you off. But mm-hmm. of course, every time it's now in, you said it, you said yeah, it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The prosecutor's like, oh, Cross-examine, Mr. Knight, you just said. So every single time, and they all got up in turn, three each, boom, 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 boom. And by the last one, he just looked at me. I went, take your shot. (laughs) And he went, is it not possible that they had good intentions they were going to make the film? I said, yes, it is possible. Until you look on IMDb, because their next 7K film is listed as £2 million budget. So if they were honest and already made the mistake, why would you say your seventeen thousand yeah. pound film is two million? Because they were out to tell the world and get more money back. <sighs> and the <laughs> barrister just sat down and he just went, mm, "The judge is looking at me and I'm going, What you know? What, yeah, what can I, know I say?'" My stuff. So he's like, "Okay," I said, "This is the evidence. These were all the emails because he never wanted to do anything through email. It was always face to face." But of course, you're on set. You don't get home till one in the morning. Yeah, you're yeah. not phoning no one up. Of so you, you, yeah, you, oh, i am catching you up on the day, ping it. But of course, because I'm pinging it by email, he's got a reply. Mm. Yeah, and this is where he thought he was being clever. But of course, there becomes a paper trail. Mm-hmm. So although there's a conversation, then I would ask a question. He would ask, you know what I mean? So it was all things and the contracts that he wanted me to sign blew his own. I, I was saying, oh no, they're. They're the same. No, they're two different films now. So it wasn't the same film. It was two different films. Mm-hmm. I said, but the contract here has both the names of the f- lives and Bad lies in it. Yeah. So it must be the same film. Anyway, he, they got mulled, and obviously they all went down. So yeah. I, Just to recap, it was it was quite. What sort of time were they doing well, for them? did Six
0: years. Um, right. I,
1: yeah. He he got. I mean, the combined time was like 17 and a half years between the five of them. Wow. Um. The the three lesser guys, shall we say, well, the lady that. The, hands up! You yeah, I am guilty. What does she? Get? She well, she got the same as him. Yeah. So it was the full maximum. So because it was the first time they've ever this had been successfully prosecuted, so it's set yeah legal history. Mm. And they got six years, eight months each, but to only do half. Yeah, you mm. know what the legal system. Was. Yeah, yeah. However, on her behalf, because she took it on the chin, and I honestly believed she did want to make a film. I wrote a letter of leniency to the judge and just went, don't let her off, but. And as a result, she had a year and a half extra knocked off her sentence. Wow. Which was an even, because I was sitting there on the day <laughs> when he was getting it, and the judge was going, you know, um, she's had all these letters from a local priest and everything, she, and the judge was like, means nothing. However, Paul Knight's written a letter and that's all that matters. And, and so, obviously, the fact that he got the most. Mm. Um, but they're all out now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, and they go and on, them. and they never, HMRC never reclaimed the money. Yeah. So, And
0: HMRC then changed their laws because of this. They yes, clamped yes. down yeah. on well, filmmakers that's, yeah, that, massively. That's when
1: it's like, oh, you know, we, oh, this would never happen. And then all of a sudden, the media came out with, like, one story after the other it's with big, bigger scams mm. than what they were up to, but...
2: There was one not too long after that where you had the producers effectively promote. I think it was like the the production manager, or line producer. You know, they'd done a few films. Mm. I, I won't name names or mm. uh, name the film, but I, I remember it was kind of there's another big sort of documentary on it on the on Channel Four or Five again. Mm. But they're basically saying you were the line producer. They bumped them up a bit. Oh, you're now the producer, and mm. you know here's all the here's all the business info you need. Here's all yeah. the g- accounts but they basically what they didn't know they they were running a, a you know money laundering service yeah. and they went down so not just amazing i've got promoted to produ- you know, producer man this is
0: amazing <laughs> and they went down
2: yeah oh, so wow. it'd be effective. yeah it'd be basically they just were handed the keys to the kingdom as they thought it like oh my god i've got the most amazing promotion ever but ultimately they were they were they were they were sort of, everything went through them so they must have learnt from that case yeah. and then your case and then, you know. Well, well, like I say,
1: because ours was the first, we are now in the legal history books. So anyone who trains to be a lawyer, they've got to study our case. And obviously the accountancy, because it puts such a mm. thing, anyone trains to be a, a CCA or whatever the accountancy, they have to study our case. So out of that thing... My name will always be in the history books just for the wrong thing. Um, So you've been kicked in
0: the nuts now so many times. To me, it's such a surprise. And it's an inspiration why you've carried on and gone, do you know what? I'm going to make this film. I'm going to put it out there as a Paul Knight film and go, fuck you to everyone else. And I think that's commendable and incredibly brave.
1: Well, that 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 was more inspired because, like I say, it done the film festival. We won an award. Mm, you like, won a few awards, yeah. I mean. Well, yeah, I'm talking about first, oh, back first then, time. right. Uh, yeah, and it won an award. And it was like, and of course, that was the, on the first edit. We didn't go back and do the second. That was so as is. It won an award out in Las Vegas. So that's the edit that did the festivals. is the one that you took to the house that night and said, it just needs work. It went straight out. They whacked it on one of those services that you can apply all the festivals with. Um, Yeah, so in Las Vegas, not even a British film Mm. festival. It was an American one. We got an award for that. And then all the news broke. So our film and the award was good enough in 2012. But of course, January two thousand and thirteen, when the court case started, and northern papers ran with it, and it was at the same time that politician's wife got done for speeding, and he was or he got done. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all at the same court, kid, yeah. so the press were always there every day. So it was a big; it made news. And of course, right after that, suddenly Las Vegas went. Well, we're taking that award back. Mm. And my argument was, no, hang on, you're a film festival not a producer festival mm-hmm. our film was good enough to win yeah like why that. would why would you take it away Your from the, filmmakers? And the actors and the yeah. editing, exactly. You know exactly yeah. I mean it's the whole team thing why would you take it away mm. just because of the producers but and what annoyed me more was why because of the producers who did a crime on a different film yeah, a yeah. different name not film. even our film but that's not how they did no. so it was from that point I always felt the, the team got cheated and that's mm. why I always thought oh yeah this is what I do however HMRC then was seizing assets the film was seen as an asset while I was trying to get back their money. And I then had to proceed through another two years of court proceedings to prove ownership fell to me in lieu of payment because I never got paid. Mm. And it was until um, November 2015 that the HMRC went, yeah, done. We see it as your film. It does not belong to them. It's all yours. They've got no involvement. And if they come knocking... Just let us know because, obviously, they owe us money. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And that was that. But, of course, the funny thing, in in that two years where he was sitting in his cell, he then took out a private suit against me for a million pound for loss of earnings. What? Saying I embezzled the budget and all the rest of it. So, of course, this, and he got a big, you know, these barristers wanted another crack at me now. But, of course, it went to that and the judge went, mate, that's not going to court. So every time right. a letter came, it was from the next level down lawyer from another company. And eventually it was like... Some one of his yeah, own Yeah, the hand little high street guy. What would he have been hoping to gain from... He was appealing that he's innocent. Yeah. So the plan was discourage me as the main key witness. Um, and he said, you know, this guy's got a criminal record and... Not- But as you can see, I'm not shy about talking about my past. Mm. So I just went, well, you knew because you said, how do I write crime films so easily? And it's like, hmm, this is how. You know what I mean? Mm. So I said, so don't try that one. You knew my background. You know, I'm not a criminal. I was, I've done some stuff. I got caught. I didn't get caught with and now yep. i moved on. Mm-hmm. So to discourage me, so when it went up for the appeal, yep. I'm, my char- I'm a character witness. Presumably,
2: I mean, he's going to be doing, you know, like maybe three years max and the money's still buried yeah. offshore
1: anyway. So just shut up and get on with it. And Again, know, yeah. so that that's what everyone else did. It was only him. Mm-hmm. But like I so, say, but again, it was like, oh Christ, another court case. You know, you still got to go through that worry. I still then had to go get a lawyer yeah. to go fight a case. I was just fortunate enough that the lawyer went, mate, this ain't going nowhere. And they, yeah. they were right. Mm. But private investigator was hired. Uh, private, I guess, went over to a couple of casts. I won't say who, because, yeah. you know, sure, but try and think. Oh. And it's like, well, I, you know, I got paid exactly what I asked to get paid. Yeah. I've got nothing to hide. Um, so that went on. So, and that's, yeah. So by the time HMRC went, yes, yeah, he's already done like two years, year and a half or whatnot. Yeah. And, um, that was it. So come so now Christmas Now the film's yours. So now the film's mine, it's Christmas, and I'm like, you know what? But it's been a drain. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, the doors that have slammed. I was gonna say, surely yeah. from
0: that no one would. What, what, you what I said, I mean
1: two thousand eleven it was meant to be finally, the career's kick starting mm-hmm. off. Yeah. And then obviously twenty twelve not too bad, but of course in the circle not because it was although it wasn't in the press, industry wise word was getting yeah, around. Yeah. And apparently he was going around all the contacts saying it was me. Mm. So the guy who said, I never said I had a kind of background that I have suddenly remembers. I had a background that I have and went, he's it's him. It's him. So it was, literally yeah, it was... if there's the term black ball, yeah. I was it. Um, and other filmmakers that went, Oh, we've got, we want Paul Knight to direct. They went, no, stay away. Um, oh, and then, it was funny because despite all that, because of the award, because it was an American award, I got quite a bit of thing. So I had three jobs lined up and I remember the news broke in the Daily Mail on the Wednesday, I think it was like the 13th of Jan, the news broke mm. and all in that same afternoon, all three jobs, yeah, we got to go with someone else, mm. got to go with someone else. And it was like, so since then, it's it's been a nightmare. But the funny thing is, when people get to talk to me, you know, I, I understand, I've learned, you know, I, I talk to them and they go, oh, you're a great guy. And I was like, well, shall we do some work together? And I went, no. <laughs> um, you know, but if you're willing to work on this and not put your name to it, we'll do that. So, I, you know, so there are films out there. I won't <laughs> say what because I want to get people into trouble that um, I've written the script for, I've helped out on production, I've done, but you will not see the credit because they don't want that association, which I I It's kind
0: of good that you understand that and yeah. you sort of go, all right, that's that's quite So amazing. you got the film back,
1: and this is the
2: inspiring part of the story, is the fact that the film the film's now yours and you're releasing it
1: imminently. yeah, Any day now. Any day now. So, of course, when it came back to me, uh, it was the start of 2016. Now, I always knew there was a different edit to be added of the film. Mm. Yeah, because you still haven't done that. Yeah, yet. because obviously it's the second thing. But, of course, I've got no money. Mm. You know, it's not like back in 2009, it was like, mate, want to make a film? There's mm. my money, let's mm. make it. Now it's like, oh, times are hard. Uh, mm. Totally,
0: and de- de- depleted as yeah, well. Yeah, uh, yeah, because, you know,
1: no no one's hiring you. No, no one, And I'm not getting no kudos. So from a career point of view, it's not as though I'm staying mm. relevant. It's just everyone knew me behind the scenes. Daughters getting older, draining for money. Yeah, that's and, that, and, that's, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a case of... I need to edit now. Of course, now comes the funny bit because no one—I've got no time for editors. If there's any good editors out there, I apologise in advance. But every experience I've had with an editor has been a nightmare.
0: Because my editor on the Dare, Oliver Parker, is amazing.
1: That's what I mean. So I'm sure so there's I'm, many the right, many yes. out there. Yeah. But my unfortunate thing is they've been terrible. So I thought mm-hmm. right. I've got
2: to now says now my editor Will Long is also amazing. if I if, yeah, I, do, if I go mm-hmm. silent, people are like. You didn't make it. Yeah. So, so, me- so you need
0: to contact either one of our two editors, yeah. I'll, next keep, time. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: well now. See, this is where the story gets interesting. Mm.
0: Well, it's been pretty interesting so far. Yeah.
1: Oh, so <laughs> well, it's really interesting. Especially for you filmmakers out there. Um so start of 2016. Editors, I'm reaching out to friends that are editors, and again, yeah, yeah, yeah. But all I'm getting is the same story I did with the Phantom Menace editor back in 2009. They'll want to know. Mm-hmm. I need to get this film done. I know there's a good film in here. And I, I think the whole team deserve. there's so much negativity. I mean, a lot of half the cast don't talk to me. A lot of the crew don't talk to me. Mm. Don't know why, because I paid them. We made a film for all the press that's out there that there was no film and everyone was conned into it. How was you conned? You was paid. Mm. You set your fee, you was paid the fee. At the end of every day, I might add.
0: Yeah, but, and but, even you going to the bank and yeah, getting it out.
1: Yeah, and obviously, but there's some that have remained. We know what it is. And there's some that will say it publicly, like Danny Young, give him a shout. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's those who have been very supportive, like Mark Bannerman, Danny Midwinter. Mm-hmm. So there's some that have stayed the course and others that just went, Sore. Sure. But I thought, after having the, the award rescinded, I was ticked. Yeah. Not that it, the award was mine. It was the film's award. And it was like, needs redemption. So I went right. I got out. So I then had to go out and re-edit this film. So, <laughs> thankfully, and I—you can say software names on here, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah that's you want. All right. So Adobe's Premiere Pro comes with a 30-day free trial. It does. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <You've laughs> so, so I got 30 days. Right. So I load up the program. I watch every YouTube video going. Yeah. I start learning to edit. Amazing. Right. Amazing. So then it was like. All right, so I've understood the assembled part and and I'm getting this. The The film is like two and a half hours long Jeez, on my on my timeline. Huge. But it was like, okay, so then my 30 days are up. So I said, okay, what can I learn now? Because you can't redo the 30 days. I'll learn sound now. Put on the 30-day free trial of Soundbooth. I'll start learning how to do the sound now. 30 days are up. Got to grade it. Put on speed. 30 days of that. incredible. Now, of course, while I'm learning all this, Adobe upgrade their software like they do. Mm-hmm. And suddenly I get another 30 days of the latest yeah. one, and it's like, move that onto the timeline. I know what I'm doing there. <laughs> Two and a half hours goes down to 90 minutes. It's all coloured. It's all sound. Um, because of the documentary that was done by Ben Lewis, mm-hmm. there was a composer who does the score for Halloween and a lot of horror films. He contacted me and went, man, just saw your story on BBC and da-da-da-da. What are you doing with the film? So I was telling him what I was doing. He went, "I'll compose it for you." Who's wh- no. who's that? That's Lance Warlock. Oh, no, not, um, not a Kim um, Kim what a show, guy. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, all the way out in, uh, in the states, he said, "I'll I'll do the score for you." And I said, "Oh, mate." And he went, "No." He goes, "As you edit it, send it. I'll score it." And that, and that's what he did. So all that and obviously I'm like, oh, that's not picture locked." And he went, "Do what you need to do. Send it back." I it. Well. So he's done the score, and mm. obviously there's another American band called Hyperdose. Got to give them a shout. Mm. They um, said take some of our music. They're, they're more rocky. Yeah. So we've worked in a couple of their tracks, and uh, my guy L J Howard and Mark Power and J P Softly and Paul Tucker. They all supplied all the dance music for me free of charge as well. Oh, so.
0: <laughs> see, that's what it's about, isn't it? Yeah. People People so, mucking in there, and that's what it, but it's
1: took me over a year, a year and a bit to get this film. Done, and then Still incredible it was like, to learn all that stuff. Well, that's yourself. what I mean. It's brilliant. So now Fair I don't Tuesday. need an edit. That was my point. I, I <laughs> yeah. don't now need. Don't an need edit. your will Lloyd. Yeah, you. yeah. I don't care how good you are. Um, <laughs> no. So cool. So come start two thousand seventeen. My film's done. Uh, so hence the director's cut, and mm-hmm. it's the cut that I think you know what that tells a different story. I like that. Mm. And then I put it in for the film festivals. We entered it into ten. Well, you know what, the film you enter it, yeah. and it yeah. takes like nine oh. months before they come uh, yeah. out or anything. Yeah. We entered it in for ten. We got selected four by seven. We wow. made the finals of four. Wow! Um, two are still we're still waiting for, but one of them, the last one out of the can, because obviously I just put it in for the film. Mm. Um, but out of the can took elements, put us into other categories. We was up for nine awards, oh. walked away with seven. Wow! Uh, four wins, three runner ups, three draws. Yeah. The
2: beauty is your your film so also has. A story behind it as well, which is mm. you know. So it's kind of like with um Rodriguez's first film with El Mariachi. Yeah. Sometimes having this sort of like a bit of a story behind the film. Well, I mean, there's much a selling point, you know,
1: it's, you know. once the news broke, so obviously we had Hurt Locker when we started the thing, <laughs> but this is ironic for you. When the news broke, Argo won the Oscar, which is a very similar story of the yeah. false film. Yeah. So of course, all the Americans like Bloomberg were jumping on it, was comparing us. To Argo, so my from my point of view, it's like, well, oh, my name and Ben Affleck's in the same sentence. It's press. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and and so you know, it's always been fortunate that although you know they say there's no such thing as bad press, believe me, there is. But now, now it's picking up steam. Mm-hmm. There's enough years gone. I probably shouldn't have done this podcast because I've just brought it all back up now. But um, fine. It's, I also, just, I just cut it all out. Just my just, name, just a my name end. and this bit. It's <laughs> I think it's, I
2: think it's it's good to set the record and put your so constantly be putting your side of the story I forward. agree you know, so I think people, more people hear that actually yeah. it's
0: nothing to do with you you're a good guy yeah. you just made a, a great film Yeah, and now you're putting it out that from you learning how to do it I, I think that's uh, well that, that, incredible that's, I that's that's do
1: it, that's it so now it's out um, like I say we put it in for the festival it's been screened a couple of places it got screened opened the Cardiff International Film Festival mm-hmm. um, and it was the only screen it opened it and it was the only one to be sold out so I was quite oh, happy about that. Wow. And when it played at Nottingham for the Out of the Can Film Festival, it ended the festival mm-hmm. and we got a standing ovation. Oh, now, yes. I always put it down yes. to people were just glad that the film was over. Yeah, <laughs> up, and, it's up like, and leaving. <laughs> or oh, we can still make the pub if we hurry up. Yeah. Um, so that, that was quite humbling, you know, that, that, that was something. And then, of course, then to win all... the as many awards as we did. I'm mm, still not but, bad. But, uh, yeah, I got Best Director. Yes. Danny Midwinter got it's Best, Best Actor. Actor. Andrea McLean, and this is the interesting bit, won Best Actress and beat Karen Gillian for the award. Wow. And uh, I will come back to that in a sec. And obviously, Andre Nightingale won Best Supporting um, Actor. Actor. And then we got runner-up for Best Soundtrack. So, again, yeah. shout oh. out to the guys. Mm. Um Best producer, because I'm sure that was just a mock one <laughs> to rub it in. And um, we got follow-up for best film, runner-up for best film. So that that was a nice Did, did the producers turn up to no, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm still waiting, but um, no, no, they... I believe he's in Zanzibar at the moment, um, the main one.
0: Right. When can people buy this film? Well, is it going to go on uh, Amazon? Right. Or what's so, next?
1: so this is... I was having this discussion with a distributor this morning, Funny enough. Who's distributing yeah, who uh, it? Film Vault is oh, doing Oh, great. It. Yeah. Yes. So, so they're, yeah. they're doing that. And they... So we were talking about today. And the plan was we was going to do the theatrical thing to get the BAFTA. Mm-hmm. More, more, and I know I shouldn't say this, but more to stick it to BAFTA, who've been blanking me for years, yeah. but to say, but now you have to... Recognize my film because we've had 10 cinema screenings, mm. but then I was thinking, you know what, let's just get it out. Let's yeah, get look, it out, I mean? get so, it out. It's been long enough. So I think it's going to be very early spring, okay. Um, and it'll be available on VOD and DVD. So
0: Marvelous. super. Cool. Um, I, I there's such a wonderful story, and honestly, it's so inspiring. And I'm so pleased that you stuck at it and have got this film out. And if this isn't an inspiration for other people who aren't making a film and they're thinking about it, you, th- this is it. Look, do you know what I mean? You can do it. And you can go through all that, all that. and still do it. Yeah, I Absolutely. Mean,
1: obviously there's, Um, I've got some encouraging words, Yeah, you know, Stephen Follows. Yeah, of if course. You're in the yeah, industry. yeah, Stephen yeah. Follows. Yeah. And I, I was speaking to him, again, all off the record, I was speaking to him and he said, I can never see what the market of your film is. He said, because of the baggage behind it. He said, however, you are an inspiration to have just stuck with it mm-hmm. every year, keep fighting, and he said, you know, it was nice to hear from someone like him yeah. to say that, that. that. It was like that. He didn't have to. So, it was. so, so
2: if that hasn't
1: deterred you, what's next? Right. So, what's next? So, our screening's obviously the 18th. And the following week, I'm a glutton for punishment. We're going straight in to make a new film, you know, Motivations Back Now, um, called 24 Little Hours, that we plan to shoot within eight days. Wow. Um, on very. Funny enough, folks, mugs and violence type budget. Right, yeah. okay. So I've got to go back, back to the to beginning. The but yeah. what
0: you've learned in that time is well, incredible. And, that, and that's use. why,
1: you know, because I talked to some of the, like the DOP we've got on, brilliant emerging talent by the name of Richard Oakes, who's called the Oat Man because he always uses this orange and teal uh, lot. <laughs> um, but fantastic eye. I've got him on board and he's like, how do you make a feature in eight? You know what I mean? It takes yeah. us three weeks to do a short. Mm-hmm. How are you going to make you stick with it. me kid. Yeah. Gonna can teach you.
0: So. I love it. So good. Um where can people follow you on social media?
1: Ah, well, for social media, obviously better to follow my wife than to follow me. <laughs> but no, um all my accounts are under the same things, London Knights, so L N D N K N T S. So yeah. Twitter, Facebook. Instagram, it's all all the
0: same. And follow your wife as well as it Diane Knight.
1: Well, she, Diane Knight, but she comes up as Candy's Treats. Candy's so, Treats.
0: So Follow her as well because yeah. she's brilliant on Facebook and she's proper great. Yeah, at she, indie she is. Film she's my social media guru. She's yeah. really good. Um, I can say that, thank you so much for telling us your story. It's wonderful. I could talk to you all day. I think you're a great guy. I could,
2: I could
1: talk all day. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: probably. laughs> I think. It's, I think uh, we, when we set this up, we were sort of saying like it's a difficult one because you don't want to be remembered. For this event, yeah, but I think it's it it's almost the beginning of what you'll be doing in many ways as well, well and it, it, you're it, better for
1: that, it. I mean, obviously, if you can go on to better things, yeah. it will be. Oh yeah, this is where you started from, yes. yeah, and yeah. then it's it's yeah. this, um, but we'll see. We'll
2: and nothing see. like a story, you know, having this, you know, I you know, I I I I'd, I'd kill for this story. Well, wouldn't we'll kill for it, well, we'll you know. know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. well, if worse comes to <laughs> worse, I'll always fall back on the. My Argo if you like. Exactly. And we'll yeah, make yeah. the film. Well, you've got, exactly, the film. Yeah, you've yeah. Got, yeah, you've got you've got
2: this Story, you've always got this little backup movie now. Ready to make it. Any, you know, you own the rights. As long as yeah. someone
1: doesn't give me 100k cash to make it, I'm all right. yeah. that i right. That'll be the song. It be. Um,
0: Right, you can follow us at FilmmakersPod on Twitter or go to our website, FilmmakersPodcast.com, where you can listen to all our previous episodes. Uh, you can follow me at Giles Alderson on Twitter or go to my website, directedbygiles.com, where you can see some of my work. CJ, where can we follow you?
2: At C James Direct. Uh, that's where I am. Come follow me.
0: Yeah, I'll be there. I love it. Um, Like I say, this has been so good. Landscape of Lies will be coming out in March. Do watch it. The inspirational story is amazing. We've got a new show out on Tuesday as always. So we will see you or hear from you or you'll hear from us on Tuesday. Feedback keep that coming. Feedback, do keep that coming. Why not? We say I think we we usually feedback. Feedback, yeah. yeah, Subscribe, like, share. Shares are nice. Shares are really nice. Um, Subscribe is really important too. All that kind of stuff. Paul, thank you so much for your time.
2: Welcome. Thanks, buddy. It's been
0: a pleasure. Till next time. See you later. Bye bye.